strength It's the sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings No, we're not. Nobody measured horses. Last time on Fallen Out Super. Nobody mentioned horses. Everyone shut the fuck up about horses. Because we're not allowed to talk about them for another 70 minutes. It's just Dragon Ball Z time. A show with no girls in it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super. Super. I'm your host, Katie Rose Leon. I certainly wasn't distracted by a text message helping me falsify documents. As always, I'm here with my host, faithful friend, Alex Patak. Thanks, Katie. I also wasn't distracted by a text message falsifying documents. I That's was right. present and active. And uh, uh, my employer, Lawson Leong. I was distracted by a text. <laughs> Lawson! But it wasn't about falsifying documents. Everyone, oh. just take your eye. We have these damn phones on us all the time. These you glowing boxes. Kids today with your phones being no, distracted the, by emails. You go and you look at it and you just veg out. Or whatever happened to making s'mores on a Friday night? I mean, it's it's Monday, Alex. Spoilers Whatever for the happened to making love to your partner of thirty-five years, <laughs> feeling know, skin Alex. against skin? What is happening? I don't know, Alex. I don't know what did happen Whatever to that. Whatever happened to that? I don't know. Did that go away? Is that out of style now? Yeah. Now everybody's on their TikTok app. Uh, you on. know. Uh, it's, it's just, you know, you gotta get with the times, Alex. There's no more time to make love to your partner of 35 years. You gotta make TikToks. You gotta feed the content machine. I'm not, I haven't been making them in some time and I feel very sensitive about it. I'm going to ask you to edit this part out of the show. (laughs) I don't want the listener knowing how low I am in my TikTok reserve. I hate to be that guy, but does anyone care? People care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're pissed. Okay. I'm fighting for my life every goddamn. I see Katie answering more texts about fr- financial fraud. <laughs> I need to have a place to live. I'm sorry. It takes precedence <laughs> over the show. Straight up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Katie. All right. Well, a bird flew through my window and died, and it shit everywhere. This actually happened? And that's what, what? I'd like to talk about today. <laughs> fly through my window. How did it die? How did it fly in? I don't know. I just got back to my house like <laughs> an hour was, ago. It, There's a dead bird in here and shit everywhere. Oh, well, you weren't there, Alex? What if it was trying to give you a message, a warning about your death? sounds like your cat killed a bird. No, the cat wasn't here because we were all in Massachusetts. And I drove back in. There's like a bird-shaped dent on the window I'm pointing at. <laughs> and then feathers and shit and blood 
<laughs> all over did, the house. Did you leave Oof. your window it's open? It's a little open because it's got to get the breeze. Well, it sounds like there's okay, your problem, well, it's son. easy in retrospect to say a bird will fly in and shit and die in your house, but until it happens to you, it seems pretty unbelievable. At least one of that bird had a message about your death or something. That's I why worry it, it does have a message about my death, and that message is rabies or bacteria of some kind <laughs> that I'm now taking in because I'm not cleaning it because I'm podcasting about Dragon Ball Z. Alex, you're obviously the chosen one. That bird was sent to the past to tell you about your future destiny to rule human beings in a post-apocalypse wasteland. Every time this happens in a movie, it's a sign something really bad's about to happen, right? <laughs> Like whenever a bird flies into a window and dies instantly. Yeah. Well, I can tell you from my time in the exotic pet industry, there's nothing to. You just want to clean the poop up, but like you'll be fine. What do you What do you clean that with? Hypothetically, what, what do you clean that with? What do you clean? Do I need like? Do, do I gotta to bleach disinfect? the rugs? Oh, it's in the rug. It's everywhere, Katie. It's in like four rooms. Yeah, the bird didn't have the the, the <laughs> bird got the common decency. The, the common decency to shit in one place as a dog. Oh my god! Yeah, you're gonna need like you're gonna need, you're gonna need to go shopping, bro. I scraped I this <laughs> chair off with my nail before I sat down to record because there was hardened shit on it. Okay, so you're <laughs> gonna want to go to like a Bed Bath and Beyond or something. You're gonna need that OxyClean ca- carpet cleaner for the fabric surfaces, OxyClean? and you're gonna want anything hard. You're gonna yeah, just like wipe it down with antibacterial shit, man. You know, I think the OxyClean guy's son might listen to this show. Was his what? name? What was the Hunter OxyClean? Biden? No, not Hunter Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the OxyClean guy, Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, Mac, you got a tough stain. You got to get a glass jaw. Go down, rub it out. That's what we did. That's what, that's how we'd spend the night. We wake up in the morning, look down at our rug, see plum stains all over that thing. And uh, you'd have to get the gang together. Go down to Chatty May. Go down to Flippy Jill. Say, Jill, listen. There's stains on the rug. I don't like it, and you don't like it. And it's time we let the cat out of the bag and into the playhouse. And that's I, um, what we're about, and that's what we've been doing. Can <laughs> OxyClean. I, can I ask Joe Biden? Did you um? Did the bird that flew into Alex attack? You found it dead. It would been dead for like possibly days, actually days, right? The bird's been dead. For like days. Been on the ground, arms folded tight as a Russian soldier in a in a in a pick-me-up box. But it, it made it into the house and then died, which means I don't know what the <laughs> It was attacked outside and flew into his window. Yes, I believe yeah. that is what we're establishing. What was it attacked by that it was able to fly into the house and then die? When a bird's in a tough spot. 
It's gonna do the job that it came here to do, and that's what we're seeing today when the bird or flies might have into flown a window. In and then it kept flying into the glass window until it knocked itself unconscious. It's unclear if a Damien baby was in the house, <laughs> thus upsetting the bird, drawing the bird in. That seems like that's <laughs> very possible. Actually. Bringing the bird to its final conclusion, that of unholy rest. <laughs> that seems like the type of shit that might happen. Oxyclean. When you told me you had a lot to talk about today, <laughs> I didn't know it was a bird died in my house. It's <laughs> kind of a lot. Voice. It's not my fault. That's kind of a lot. If that happened to me, I wouldn't be able to not talk he was about like, it. For I got some news I got to discuss with the gang. <laughs> I had other stuff I was going to talk about, but yeah, then a like bird what? corpse was by my bed, and I called my secretary. I said, hold my calls. There's a goddamn Tyrannosaurus Rex granddaughter down here. Thinking oh, of dirt nap. Fuck. Or carpet nap. Dirt. I, need to, I need to get rid of this bird and give it a dirt nap. And then I took it outside. Like, I had this bird corpse in my hand, and then Alyssa was like, put it in a tree. What the fuck? <laughs> It's I was looking dead, at the though. trees. Well, also, it's like the city, so the trees are like on, they're in the road. A, bird, a dog would just eat the bird if I put it down. Yeah, just put yeah. it in a trash can. Yeah, that, that, or uh, bury that it. bird. Bury is, it like, like what was God intended. That bird works in waste management now, if you catch my drift. Mm. <laughs> bird, I would have buried uh, it and then to- planted tomatoes on its corpse. I'm, oh, I made my wife sad, natives. but that's the facts of it. <laughs> that's the facts of life, Huey. The bird's taking Tui. a trip out of town. Let's say that. Did the bird have to go fly away to the, the farm? Fly to the farm up north? Yeah, Alex, it sounds away. like you're just bragging about killing animals right now. <laughs> oh, it was already dead, I thought. <laughs> a bird that died uh, in your house of did not kill the horrors. animal. The animal was dead, and it, I think, cr- gave itself crushing injuries by Wait slamming into my window at 40 miles an hour, but there's no way to tell. There's just shit all over my goddamn house. <laughs> Wait, what if Alex came, went into the house first, found the bird still alive, and then finished it off before Alyssa came in? <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that Alex, in some sick game, put a dead bird in his own home after (laughs) shitting all over the carpet. How did I do that? How did you do that, Alex? If I had the kind of... If I had the kind to get up and go to trick birds into coming into houses, I'm I'd have saying, a much more popular I'm Dragon Ball Z podcast. I'm saying you shit on the carpet, <laughs> and then you blamed it on a dead bird that you brought into <laughs> it's the house. Not true. <laughs> it's not. It looks nothing <laughs> like that happened. <laughs> if you could see the Jackson Pollock style situation, Listen, my entire Alex, house we're is all very concerned about your health. We've all talked to you at length. The about girl finally caught up to him. Your weird poops, okay? This is gonna be the last time any of you talk to me before I succumb to avian disease. <laughs> that might be true, actually. Delivered oh, upon God. me by the Lord Himself. Alex, um, you gonna put on gloves or something before you handle that fucking thing? Or? Yeah, Alex is drinking a, a beverage. Oh, pen air. Pen air. It's an iced coffee because I've had a long day and I gotta relax. Mm. And it's covered in 
covered doo doo. It's not covered in. And you know, no, I just mean your too? home is. Your home is covered in doo. The you know, entire apartment it, is covered in bird shit. That 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 must have been lovely to walk into. It's been stressful. I'm not gonna lie. You walked into a, a crime scene committed in the animal kingdom. How do you feel about closing your window? It's closed now because I installed the AC. And I know that a bird can fly in now. And so we don't need to do a victim. We're not on the bird's team. Did you not That's have not- a screen? We- they didn't give us screens. Mm. They said, here, your rent is $5,000 a day. It's Park Slope. You don't get screens in your windows. Aren't you and by the way, a like jet a- is going to pass low over your home every time you try to record yourself. Have fun. Aren't you afraid like a, a like a wily cat burglar is going to shimmy up your fire escape? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ben Wasserman used to have a character called the cat burglar and he would do it at house shows and just sneak around and start stealing things. And that's a fear I have, I guess. Is- <laughs> I think it's that he ben specifically... <laughs> He knows where I live. I mean, was he could it do it. Was it a character or was it just that he was robbing people? <laughs> well, the best characters come from a real place, Katie. And so uh-huh. he could access that and he could I draw I honestly respect it. that. <laughs> and it would allow him to slink around like the Grinch in a way. Yeah. I'm only going to have half this coffee. My GERD is out of control. He's a mean one, Mr. Wasserman. He's slimy as an eel. Well, that's a bit far, but you're, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. I like how Ben Wasserman's become like a character, a fabled character on this podcast. He only did it once, like seven hundred years ago. <laughs> he hates podcasts, so I haven't asked him again. <laughs> but it is also the kind of that thing comedians get with the like who's getting booked thing, where he'll be like, "You never have me on your podcast," and I'm like, "You hate podcasts yeah, and you, anime." You you get. <laughs> visibly angry <laughs> you would be furious if i'd made you do it yeah um well what i wanted to talk about this week is the great sport of golf mm. why and why is that alex uh, my friends before i left the suburbs my friends made me play golf for the first time we went golfing oh cool. god at six twenty in the morning it just seems unbearable. Well, okay, so I didn't really get this part of it. Like, I know generally, like, I know I've seen Mario. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I know yeah. you You hit the ball. Wahoo. Wahoo. Chain chomp. Busted rim. You know, I know how to play golf is my point. But um, I get there, and, like, I get the idea of it, and I borrowed clubs. But I didn't understand the, like, passive culture of, like, encouraged alcoholism that happens like okay That's so like all it is it's like so like you know it, it's established traditionally for men who hate their wives so they can go drink in the daytime and like take a long walk it's so fucking weird well you don't take a long walk is the thing because everyone who plays it is fat as hell and what you do is you drive a car around after drinking yes. five beers really fast over hills like mario that's what the golf cart's for also you get to bully a teenager isn't that part of it we didn't get i only saw one guy with a caddy and he looked like he like was a diplomat from another country or something yeah (laughs) he didn't did no one else had that (laughs) he seemed like this was like his first time in the area and he was like bring me your finest girl she will hold my clubs 
Yeah, I Ooh. almost flipped a card at seven in the morning. I just, it just doesn't seem fun. <laughs> it just seems miserable to me. <laughs> like, I had a lot of fun, but I also probably like couldn't do it and keep living more than like twice a year. I drank for like 14 hours. That's saying a lot because like you're like the biggest drinker I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and that's something we're dealing with. And that's why I think I can't start playing golf. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I, I would encourage you not to. Which yeah. also... They have really good restrictions about just keeping out the riffraff like me, though, because it is prohibitively expensive to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. specifically for wealthy people. Here's and a to rule. keep out Jews. Yeah, and to keep <laughs> out Jews, which is tough in Massachusetts, by the way. Um, they're there, and they're going golfing. But here's the thing. They have a rule you got to tuck in a collared shirt. What kind of psycho shit is that? wasps that's waspy shit man that's like 101 psycho waspy shit a a collared shirt if it was a t-shirt you had a sick leather jacket over it i don't you had to wear a little golf costume you had to put on a shirt with sleeves yeah i kind of did have to wear a little golf costume and i had to go in there and i had to like i had to like and these are friends of yours? Be one of the boys. Well, they'd never done it before either, really. I think I had done it the least. And then the most was like somebody had gone like three times. So Why that was the squad. Why did think this would be fun? Sounds miserable. Well, it's, you know, it's one of those things, Katie. It's I like. I didn't know what I was doing, I was scared. Yeah, it's like, uh, why can't you just get go get, get drunk and like throw shit off the overpass? Like, because, Katie, like- sometimes it's nice to pretend you're rich and to do one percenter things. Yes, I, Lawson no, I is correct. That. It's fun go, to pretend that. I go, I get that. I go to the spa, bitch. Yeah. You think I don't like designer hey. clothes? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> golf specifically. Seems so boring. You get in the cart and you bully a teen. Okay, so I guess they can have that. But you get in the cart, you chase down a hole, you talk about nonsense. <laughs> yeah, you talk. You you okay. drive a little go kart like over the hills. It's like fancy fishing in the Pretend sense you're that it's mostly of... about like being sitting in a spot and being very drunk. It kind of feels yeah. like you're one of the founding fathers, if that makes sense. Because I like, yeah, and the <laughs> yeah. point that it's like a weird racist institution. Right, and then that's I like, think that may be like the slavery <laughs> tones of it. And that is no good. Nobody likes lie. that. I'm not going to lie. I would love to do it just because of the feeling of like, aha. Wait, Lawson, are you a golfer? Well, guess no, what, Lawson? Uh, Katie, We're going I the opportunity, Katie, I'll tell you right now, if I had the opportunity to go golfing, I would absolutely do it. And then the feeling would be like, yeah, and I'm brown and I get to do this. You know what? Okay. Yeah. Those are I'm the gonna, people I'm who love golfing the most. Yeah, I think. I'm a sellout. <laughs> I'm going to sell out a Let's little merge here. companies, Alex. Sorry, go ahead, Katie. If the three of us huh? were to go golfing, fully aware that I am going to get us kicked out somehow by the end of the day sure. in the most Katie. glorious way possible, I would sure. totally be into that. Like, <laughs> 
I will be doing a line. You know what I mean? I can't have my reputation affected at the club. These are the boys. (laughs) I will walk in with a, I will put the little sweater around my shoulders. And this haircut is going from being gay to may I talk to your manager. I can pass for as long as I need to. (laughs) But once I'm on that golf cart, we are blasting Motley Crue and we're getting thrown out of there. (laughs) I'm going to have gloves and a cigar on and a fucking shitty hat. And I'm going to pretend I'm doing a backdoor drug deal within the companies. I would just like to encourage you and your little friends. If you want a similar experience, like I said, you should really try fishing because it's like a similar vibe, except then there's like no yuppies around to deal with. Mm. Mm. I just don't feel like you're getting it, Katie. I feel like I'm getting plenty. I just don't feel like you're getting it. Lawson gets it. He's an upstand. He's a job provider. And then I get to stand That's like we'll do the, the, the golf stance right. thing. Where, like, when my you shoulders, check into look work out. every morning, who's there? It's Lawson. He's at his fine mahogany desk. <laughs> Smooth mahogany. He's writing in those wet, those thick pens that look Listen, expensive. I do like bougie things. I just don't like golf. I don't get the experience. Yeah. Now, I, if someone I would, I would do it once. bring do it me once. to that fucking new spa that opened up on a uh, Roosevelt Island or whatever with the infinity pools. Like, what I don't know hell? who's rich That's son fun. I need to give a, a dry handy to to get in there. But like, I don't <laughs> care whose son's getting a handy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the infinity pool. <laughs> I want I want to sit in that fucking infinity pool, dog. Yeah. OK, that well, the fun. minute. The minute my organs recover from <laughs> two days ago in around three months, we're going Lawson. We're getting David Citric. We're getting oh, yeah, other men there? with European hats. <laughs> yeah. David Citric would love to go golfing. I know he's he been texting tennis. me that he wants to go. So I think we're going. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. They're not getting kicked out. They're good members of the club. Yeah. I, on the other hand, went to Coney Island this weekend, and then there was a shooting three hours after I left. (laughs) Coincidence? You be the judge. (laughs) (laughs) Right in. Did Katie kill those guys? No! (laughs) You write in. You be the judge. certainly did not. It was after she left. (laughs) Yeah. Which means, you know, they must have really missed Katie. Yeah, they, they just must have really Katie. They're right. like, fuck, Katie's gone? Time to start shooting. I gotta Why tell are you even guys, fucking here? <laughs> fuck this shit. I spent the day at Coney Island, and then we went to a Cyclones game, which is a minor league baseball team. And I really think minor league baseball announcers really have it all figured out, because you get all the like fun of being a comedian, but like the stakes are so low. So and low. everybody's expectations are set. They're like, no one knows how to play this sport that's here. So we better <laughs> like do some bits. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, minor league games are an underrated uh underrated. Talk about time. drinking. Man, yeah. that's a yeah. great place to drink is minor league baseball. And everyone's spread out, no one has to be that close to you, you know. No. Nope. So I heard they like do like <laughs> Prices are way events, down. Events there, like oh, they do yeah. the game, but there's also like games and like mini games. Yeah, there's there's, there's literally a game, like a like a, a a prize game, like every inning, and like it's yeah. like they have uh, to do more. All the they gimmicks do like so people themes, show up. like there was like a Seinfeld night, I'm pretty sure, and shit like that. Like yeah. it's um, 
it's like kind of like going to a bar mitzvah with baseball (laughs) (laughs) it's like they give away all sorts of weird shit it's really unhinged i i highly suggest it (laughs) there's a guy that wears like a jerry lawler crown and he's like one of half of the announcer team and like you know the announcers are just like out and about you know doing their mm-hmm. spiels i'm just saying i'm ready i'm ready to be a minor league baseball announcer hit me up <laughs> if you own a minor league baseball team or have a son in need of a dry handy contact katie rose leon listen i'm really trying to move <laughs> she's trying to move <laughs> if this apartment falls through i'm gonna fucking be really sad <laughs> Okay, um, f- fuck it. Marmalade watch. Let's go. No! <laughs> I said no! Knock, knock, motherfuckers. It's Marmalade watch. Crack open a jar of a new word like marmalade and learn a word for once in your fucking life, you fucker. You piece of shit. <laughs> you think you got it so good? You don't know about this word yet. Today's word uh, comes from listener Sally. Sally says, here's a fun word that does some actual practicality in the day-to-day speech. At least definition two does. LOL. That word is oblique. Mm. Oblique. Now, what is that marmalade? Isn't that a muscle? You're like, aren't your obliques a muscle in your your body? Aren't they the side on the side of the ab? Yeah, but then I I think it has a secondary meaning that is not a muscle. But I might just be thinking of obtuse. (laughs) The way that they're on the side of your ab is somewhat oblique of them, and that's why they're called that. Mm. Mm. That's why, that's like if you had another organ called, like, the serendipitous. Hmm. Your mm. liver is quite serendipitous. What's the, de- what, what you got, Alex? I'm sure that makes sense. Well, but that's then again, a story for another day. I've been wrong before. That's right. You don't know. Okay, so oblique. <laughs> Liver serendipitous. Does that mean it reminds you of another time that there was your liver? Yeah, well, if, if that's the function of the organ and it reminds you of that. Anyway, we don't have oh. time for that. That's not okay. the word of the day. The word sure. of the day is oblique, which de- has three definitions here. So pretty exciting oh. stuff here. Let's I want to go after the other two then, because I'm pretty sure we got that muscle one down. This is a word, and it's not even including the muscle, because I think, again, the muscle is like kind of, it's like a serendipitous. Um, <laughs> definition one means inclined. Oh. Having the axis to. not perpendicular to the base, having no right angle. So, yeah, okay. Oh, you're being mad oblique right now. Right. Yes, it's coming back to me. I know words. Yeah. Shit. So, I think that's where the muscle comes in, is because it's oblique to the abs in a way. Yeah. Okay. And then, definition two now, this is a good one indirect or obscure. Mm, I right. was thinking, like, yeah. Like an oblique reference. Yeah. Yes. Like, I feel like often when I'm talking to Katie, she's being quite oblique. Mm. 
And now she's flipping me her <laughs> oblique finger. How? Sundere. I don't think that's exactly that. But yeah, that, I mean, very Sundere. Um, yeah, it's like whenever I talk about wrestling anybody. Right. <laughs> that would be oblique, me. wouldn't it? I can't bring up the acclaimed without everyone being saying you're being real oblique, Lawson. But I say it Lawson, to me every time. They're would that be TBS? more definition? That's a good point. They're not even the top guys, though. They're like a mid-card act. Yeah, it may be even more of this third definition of oblique, which is devious or underhanded. Oh, Alex has an oblique ponytail. No, Ooh. I don't have an oblique ponytail. When I, I play have... softball, I like to. Oh, you have you. to pitch oblique style. Is that not? I don't think. I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Oblique style. My out cousin, there, she's got she's got a wicked oblique. My cousin, you should see her on the on the on the field. Yeah, you only throw sliders. I'm about to drop these bars, man. Oblique style. <laughs> I'm getting devious. I'm underhanded. It's egregious. <laughs> yeah, Alex, that's where I'm going. With. I've been listening to the Danny Brown podcast, which is pretty unhinged because it's clearly just like three white guys letting him say whatever he wants um but sometimes people send in freestyles and i'm like wow people just do this in their car all day huh <laughs> yeah that kicks ass i want to be a freestyles guy i just don't have it in me i think you do i don't have the chutzpah didn't you learn anything from eight mile a white well, man can do anything that, well, <laughs> that is what i learned from eight mile actually <laughs> It doesn't matter Don't how poor being you are. white keep you down. Being a white man, you can accomplish <laughs> anything. You're probably poor by mistake. Eight mile. Bro, if you're poor, you can still fuck Brittany Murphy, bro. That's how that's how good you got it. Oh man. Sex scene in eight mile, my favorite sex scene in all of cinema. <laughs> it was something else. I'm pretty sure. I we remember have it vividly. Discuss that at length on this show. I mean, it's we pretty Lawson, have. but I'm I... not going to lie. It's between, okay, I got to go swim between swim fan swim and eight fan. mile. Those <laughs> are like, those are, those are my like of, of OG sex scenes. <laughs> Lawson sex scenes seen, of the week. I've no. seen swim fan weirdly like too many times. It was just like on all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think we should have a new segment that's Lawson's sex scene of the week. I think bro, that's a good idea. We're always searching for these concepts scenes, behind the paywall. That was teenage me was all over that shit. Oh yeah, because like, <laughs> where else are you gonna see that, right? So you're exactly. like, exactly, uh. <laughs> bro. I didn't have cable, but my grandma did, who I stayed with on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, oh that was God. a risky, risky territory when watching. <laughs> your sexual videos on a main television in like a family room and just yeah. being like they won't find me this time yeah. <laughs> they don't have it in them <laughs> bro it was, it was that was high stake gambling right there yeah I gotta uh, move if they come in I change the channel I go I'm hard watching Tom and Jerry right now <laughs> <laughs> oh he escaped again that's all I get I get so turgid every time Jerry's. Lawson, you better be sweating in red watching Tom and Jerry. Just, every time, he's just so smart, that mouse. I just, God. That mouse is so fast. God, he's quick. <laughs> what does he want? What is he even doing in there? He's living his life. Oh, jeez. 
god, I'm dying. This is so funny. And that's the definition of oblique. <laughs> Thank you so much everybody. for sending in another marmalade. Oh, I'm dying. To marmalade watch. I'd say send in more, but we are drowning in marmalade. Send in normal emails. Drowning like swim fan out here. Send in advertisements. Spoilers for swim fan. Kids today know nothing about swim fan. They know nothing about the dangers of AIM instant messenger. <laughs> Yo, bro, that's really they don't, they don't know what's up. I don't think I've seen swim fan. It's not oh, good. It's awful. But well, it, it was a movie that was highly advertised as like, like the, the selling point was like about being an internet stalker because this is like at the height of like AOL yeah. shit. You what's know? that? On what's ad, that? Um, yeah. What's that older movie? It was like it's a modern day. Uh, what's that older movie with what's his name when he has an affair with the girl? Wow, you're being eight so miles. specific. Damn it! <laughs> it's got, what's his name? The guy who always wears suits. God, I, I'm free world. Care for anything now? <laughs> free Willy. But you know that one. <laughs> it's a modern day. Yeah, it is like that. That older movie. <laughs> That's a really good point. I can't think of it. Oh, Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the, and the dress where she flashes her pussy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, not Listener, basic instincts. I'm making a face. You need not to know at home. I'm making a face at the camera. <laughs> not like, what the was not the one I meant. Oh, the one where, there's where she computer- cooks the rabbit. She kills the or the the. Yeah, she kills the rabbit. She with her pussy. I, I give up. This man. is killing me. This is killing I, me. You're, I sweetie, you've got a pussy doing. that could kill uh, a rabbit. Michael yeah. Douglas says. Hey, you guys. And then she does. Let's I'm gonna go read go. an advertisement. <laughs> That's right, Katie. This week we have a wonderful advertisement. If you're listening at home, you can actually book one of these hot spots by sending us an email, ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. We'll read your advertisement, and your product will see a spontaneous boost that will make you very rich and powerful. And you can play golf with me and Lawson in the Hall of the Gods. This week's ad is from the Ballin' Out Super Patreon. Mm. Now, this is a fantastic product. I feel like I've made you guys do this a bunch in a row, so I'm going to do it. Um, fucking... Okay. I can do this. Ah, Ballin' Out Super Patreon. <sighs> you know... 8 Mile. Well, that's a movie that isn't Dragon Ball Z. And so if you like things like that... Wow. (laughs) Wait. You're doing really great. I'm building somewhere. If you like things like that, go to the Ballin' Out Super Patreon. Why don't you, for $5... We'll talk about things like that, because it's not about Dragon Ball Z over there. It's the same show, but about a different thing. And you vote on it, and we pick the thing, and that's what we talk about. So instead of Dragon Ball, right now we're talking about what if horses were girls and they ran a race. And before that, we we watched Yu-Gi-Oh! So lots of fun stuff over there. I think the horse episodes are a wild success for everyone involved. And you gotta get over there. That's Ballin' Out Super at Patreon. 
Oh, wait, no. It's patreon.com slash BOSpod. You go over there, you click the button. It's just $5 a month for just a cup of coffee. You can feed Lawson Leong. <laughs> fatal attraction! It was fatal attraction! Jesus Christ. I, like, with blood close, I were. God so damn basic it. instinct was close. I was. It was kind of close. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, swim fan was a Monday fatal attraction. So they said. <laughs> You're I telling me this wants- woman kills a rabbit with a pussy? Yeah, basically, uh, sorta. <laughs> you guys want to talk about Dragon Ball Z? I would love yeah, that. Was more. that? That was it. Let's do it. Yeah. Good Please. job, Alex. That was great. Good job. I'm really tired. There's shit all over my house. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like we should do like a GoFundMe to get you a carpet cleaner, except I need money more than you right now. So send me the money instead. Well, it's not a competition, really. So. <laughs> um, I think it is. I think I think I think it is. I think it's time to discuss Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I just want to say for the listener, don't worry about me. My wife is cleaning the shit off of all of the surfaces of her house while I recap Dragon Ball Z. And that's what's happening. Oh my happening. God, that's horrible. <laughs> that is kind of horrible, actually. I'm moving no, the camera. You can see her do it. Don't you can see her do it. Don't okay. do that to Alyssa. Do not do that to Alyssa. Are you fucking kidding me right now, bro? All right, it's over. All right, it's fine. Yeah, Vegeta had a lot of good points today, so... <laughs> What's Alyssa's Venmo? Everyone send Alyssa $50. Venmo Alyssa. <laughs> You'll never find her Venmo. Don't okay. Venmo my wife. So please right. Venmo me. Venmo <laughs> my hands and knees. Jesus. Scratch that. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> The title of this episode is I Will Deal with the Majin Vegeta's Final Mortal Combat. Vegeta! Vegeta. Um, the title I Will Deal with the Majin makes Majin sound like a racial slur. It does. I'll deal with the guy saying it too. Yeah. Because he's like a guy who says stuff like that. Okay, so I read this title. I thought this was going to be the episode where he blows himself up, but I really hyped it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, drop what you're doing. He's going to blow up. I remember this from my childhood. Drop what you're doing. And then that didn't happen today. Classico Dragon Ball Z. They're like, they do waste a lot of our time today, too. There's a lot of still shots of, like, rocks and stuff. there is. There's a lot of Piccolo reacting to things for reasons. Yeah, Piccolo reacts in 4K. actually always match up. So, last week... Wait, 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 wait. Piccolo reacts in 4K is really good. You can get a whole series of, like, Piccolo listens to Rage Against the Machine for the first time, and he's soy-facing. You know those? You know what I'm talking about? It's just like a video of a woman cutting soap into smaller and smaller cubes, and then Piccolo is like, "Oh, seems small. <laughs> Look out, it's gonna be too small." Anyway, last week, uh, Vegeta blew up Bobby's spaceship so someone would come fight him after Majin Buu killed Gohan and Supreme Kai, sort of. Well, right? Gohan's not dead. He's just um, he's unconscious with his mouth open in a field. For yeah, all, you know. For all intents and purposes, he's dead currently. 
Might I add, too, their ability to tell when someone's dead seems to have gotten worse over time it in does. the show. It does. I was going to say, it seems <laughs> yeah. like they've gotten pretty bad at it. Because um, they used to do this thing where they'd be like, I still, it's faint. I, I sense got, it, but it's faint. And that does not happen anymore. No, no. no. Um, I also got to say, Bobbity is incredibly annoying this episode like i really wish someone would just kill him already they didn't really it. know what to do with him anymore at this point i think he he's got just... something to say every corner and he's such a sniveling bitch so basically you know what it is? he yeses things but he doesn't end them <laughs> he just mm-hmm. yeses majin boo and it's like yes we know. majin boo yes literally he says he yes <laughs> yes majin boo so Bobbity uh, has a reaction. His ship has been exploded by Vegeta and he goes, curses, curses, curses my ship. And I'm like, once again, someone should have blown this shit up like 15 episodes ago. The ship was on borrowed time. And I think what annoys me about Bobby's episode is he keeps talking a big game about being powerful and stuff. But then he keeps being like, boo, did you see who blew up my ship? What do I do without you? And I'm like, are you in charge or not, bitch? Like, Yeah, I, I thought you were doing well. Why don't you buy a new ship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Broke ass, bitch. So, you got magic. You're never I'll, going golfing with me and Lawson. Alex is right. There's a lot of staring this episode. So our first long stare is Bobby and Boo just like staring at smoke. And it kind of seems like the implication is Vegeta will emerge from it. But no, it's just like they just stare at it a long time. And then they go, is somebody coming? <laughs> what, yeah. What's in there? And then a lot Be- of smoke. And then Vegeta shows up and he goes, did you do this? And he says, Yep. <laughs> which, which I love. Um, our Greek chorus for this section is uh, Krillin, Goten, and Trunks, and Piccolo, which are on a cliff. So occasionally they'll be like, yeah, we're watching. Um, um, so they didn't clarify this, despite how much editing they're doing, but only Piccolo can hear what's going on because he yeah, has cat yeah. ears. And the other ones are just like, yeah, they look like they're mad or whatever. <laughs> they're just staring from far away. Um, <laughs> they look Bob- mad. Bobby's mad. He goes, you know, you're traitor, Vegeta, after I gave you all that power, and then you went and, and fucked up my ship. I have a question. Yes. If Bobby is magic and made Vegeta powerful mm-hmm. with his magic, yep. couldn't he just, like, un-Majin Vegeta him? Could he unmodgen him? Katie, that's a great question. That's so good, Katie. Alex, you want to take this one? Yeah. Okay, I was going to get around to this. <laughs> so the question, ergo, uh-huh. is slightly oblique, mm-hmm. yet Majin Vegeta, in a way, represents an asset heretofore for Bobbity the wizard son of Bibbidi. Or as they would say in Russian, um, what do they say when you're a son? Is like bibbidi yarof or whatever. Um, but um, what? <laughs> here, that's um, neither here nor there. What's important is that um, the M represents ownership, like the branding of a cow. And so for Bobbidi, the question I think that should have come up more on this show is why doesn't my M work? 
why doesn't why doesn't he have to do what I say? And he skips right past that to like, I hate that you're disobeying me. And it's like, why doesn't your M work? Right. Well, yeah, because everybody else is like fully on board. And like, if he takes the M away, of course, he's not going to do anything he says. But if he leaves the M on, he should be like, this damn M's not working. I guess this begs the question. But can, once again, can he not it, on M you. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm asking. It's because the M gives Vegeta more power. So if yeah. he took it away, he would be less powerful because Vegeta being powerful is the issue currently. Right. So maybe he can brand, but he can't unbrand. Yeah. Well, as we see this, you know what? I have a lot of questions about Bobbity this episode, actually. Like, why does he not seem to know about anything Boo does? Right. And he was so, like, gun-ho on making him alive. So Yeah, like, we saw last episode, he got all the way run through with a spear and then just blooped it out of him, no problem. And everyone just forgot about that. Yeah, every time he gets punched, they're like, oh, is his jaw okay? It's like, he doesn't have a jaw. Yeah. He's made of bubble gum. He's fine. Anyway, so like Bob, and he's like, why'd you blow up my ship? And Vegeta says, I know it was overkill. I'm a silly little queen like that. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. He's like, you continue to defy me. And he's like, oh, is that pink blob Majin Boo? And Boo's like, hey. Hey. And, Boo uh, is on one for this, though. And then Vegeta yeah. says, so you're the monster that killed Gohan. And then Pickle's like, oh, that's his son. son. And Trunks is like, hi, oh, uh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then he doesn't tell him anything, which is nope. you can just ignore children is the thing a lot of the time. <laughs> I mean, especially these two. Um so yeah, everyone's just having a good time, and Pickle is just sitting there like, "Go on." Uh, <laughs> I taught you how to ride a bike. <laughs> you, bl- I blew up the moon for you, my sweet boy. I blew up the moon for you. I took Nappa's beam for you. <laughs> so my uh, boy. boy. <laughs> could have been dramatically they had the time to fit a song in i'm sorry (laughs) yeah come on man so uh uh boo is like monster what's that and bobby says it means you're big and your face is scary i'm like that's a fucked up thing to say to your friend uh but boo doesn't like that and yeah he really takes a while to digest it the big Mm -hmm. baby uh he's now a mad baby he's now the maddest baby and he gets all puffed up and steam comes out of his head like a teapot. And Jeets goes, he's a real piece of work. That's what, yeah. That's what he says. That had to be cooler in Japanese. That had to That's make good writing. In Japanese. <laughs> yeah, uh, it sounds like something Vegeta would say now. Vegeta's always like, is your room clean, Mr. Man? Stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> You make Boo mad. Boo's gonna kill you now. Wow, 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 is uh, what Boo says. And then uh, they decide to stare at each other for a long time. Boo rocks. Face it. I do like Boo. He's cool. This episode had less uh, staring and and weird breezes. They make him like 
he does a few things like he puffs up like a marshmallow and blows steam out and he yeah. gets like big head, small body and yeah. he does a lot of cool stuff. Like it's like, like a lot of I mean, I know there's a podcast so you really can't appreciate it that way, but visually a feast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's at this point where Bobbity runs really far away and then screams at Boo to kill Vegeta. And this is when he starts really getting on my nerves. I'm like, oh, you can't do anything. Like, you've been like, you know, you're supposed to be magic. Like, do anything. And he's like, just such a whiny little bitch. I'm like, I would just love it if Vegeta just like shot him so he could finish this fight with Boo. Like, yes. Yeah. I'd like to officially exclude Bobbity from Short King Summer. He's not, he's not part he's of not, the no, Come he does on. Not count. No, he, he can't this. join Alex. No, he we have standards. This. So I have a they question. They just got some tang. I have a question <laughs> about the um the next sequence, right? Because now Boo uh, sparkles, and he turns into Goku, and Vegeta has a monologue about how much he hates Goku, and he like remembers all the things that Goku did to him. Is this Boo doing this, or is no, it's, Vegeta, it's Vegeta just like I, going nuts? Artist license is out of control in this saga. They really <laughs> take some liberties with the narrative framing. Yeah, Vegeta's on one big time. David Lynch directed this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final well, episodes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like for five. It's like for three minutes they were like someone came in that day and they're like, no, I'm going to make this a good anime. I just saw Evangelion. Uh, Let me try something. And then someone else came in. They're like, no, no, no. Mr. Toriyama insisted that, and I quote, this be dumb as hell. Okay, thank you. You can have the sparkles. You can have the sparkles. You can have a flashback. But uh, I'm going to have to have you go back to just having the Cookie Monster versus Vegeta. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. We're not uh, doing a scene where Vegeta sexually threatens Piccolo. That's not going to be in Dragon Ball. <laughs> I don't care if you just saw Twin Peaks for the first time. I mean, um, I would like that. <laughs> Mr. Toriyama will never have it. I know. So, uh, yeah, he's having this inner monologue about how much he hates. And he's like, today I will get to be the hero. Sleep, Kakarot. Sleep as long as you like. My sweet prince. For when you awake, Majin Buu will be no more. Yeah. And then he screams out loud. I'm not going to hell by myself. I'm taking you all with me. And I was just (laughs) like, that's the Vegeta I love. That's my yeah, that was man. Pretty, that was pretty cool. That was pretty good. And um, Kai is still kind of alive, and he goes, "Oh no, yeah, the death uh, wish." I'm like, "Shut that up!" Piss me shut the fuck up. off. Shut up. Shut the He's, fuck up. You were shut up. You dead. I'm on Vice Supreme Kai to Short King somewhere also. <laughs> He's on the he had a great look, but then he had no nothing to back it up with, you know. Um. So you know, it's time. So uh, Vegeta's powering up, and oh my god, he's so strong. He's powering up like so hard that Majin Buu's uh, magic rubbery body is rippling like a sheet in the wind. Rocks start to fly. Rocks start to fall. Are you getting this? And punches them. And then Vegeta launches forward and bitch slaps him across the face. Yeah. That's correct. He beats the fuck out this man. He opens that up with that. 
And then, yeah, then he just proceeds to wail on him. He like kicky punches. He kicks him into the dirt. He's like kicking him in the sky. It's real good. And We're- twice during this single episode, Bobbity thinks Boo is dead for real. And Alex does make the good point where it's like, why would you think that? (laughs) (laughs) Why did you know you were like working hard on this monster who sucks? Like, come on, man. He's made of bubble gum. Even in this first fist fight, Boo pops all his dents out. And like this third time he does it this episode, they act like they never seen him do it before. (laughs) Also, interesting choice. Majin Boo does not block anything. No, he just takes it. Why would he have to? He's kind of just like somersaulting around. And like by that, I mean, not in an invasive way that he's just like, (laughs) and he does like these funny baby jumps. Love him. Mm -hmm. Love his work. I love Um, that for a single beat in this episode, they're like, meanwhile, uh, Goku is kind of waking up from his Yamcha pose. Okay, never mind. Let's go. Yeah, they cut into a lot of people just stirring on the ground for a moment. Is it to Mm -hmm. be like, ooh, ah. Not Gohan, though. He's asleep. Yep. Taking a dirt nap like that bird. Like a goddamn bird. Punched in the face a lot, and then he gets kicked and fucked up, and Trunks is cheering for his dad. He goes, Yeah, dad, go dad. And I'm like, this man doesn't love you. He don't he love never you. will. <laughs> My dad's the strongest fighter ever, Trunks. He literally said two episodes ago he doesn't care about you. Well, yeah. th- th- he's just a boy, so he's just he a can- boy. He can be yeah. misled. Yeah. He can, he can, dream, he can dream. Um, Vegeta's kicking Boo in the head and he's tumbling around. And Piccolo has a monologue at this point where he's like, he's as strong as Gohan as when he fought Cell. But Gohan is dead. So uh, where's Goku? Because I don't think Vegeta really uh, has our best intentions in mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, maybe he remembers. Oh, no, he was a statue for this, but not one hour ago, he killed thousands of people. So, yeah, for no reason, True. just for uh, fun, just to fight Goku. So Bob, he's like, oh, it can't be impossible. He beat up Majin Buu. And uh, Trunks is just like, yeah, 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 go dad. And go ten, did you see my dad? And uh, Vegeta's just staring. Uh, because uh, Majin Buu's under a bunch of rocks. And uh, when has a bunch of rocks killed literally anyone in this show? It's never happened. Not and like in it, real life where it's all too easy to be killed by a bunch of rocks. It really, it's really easy. It's, anime, it's pretty much impossible to kill anybody with rocks. Oh, I need to plug my computer in. Two seconds. Rocks please. are very um, brittle in anime. They're yeah. soft sometimes. but They're all like Hollywood rocks. They're made of foam. Yeah, they've been working on their glamour muscles, not those solid farm rocks you want that have that strength. No, it's... um, Honestly, if you want to make sure a character lives, your best bet is to throw a bunch of rocks on them. Oh, yeah, because then they can emerge from rocks later. Yeah, and they can't be hit by other attacks when they're underneath there. Trying to think of an example of... I think, like, Avatar has... Deadly rocks, but even the, in Avatar, they mostly form a prison around you or something. They can bend them, though. Like, yeah, if you're an earthbender, you can just, yeah. Where yeah. are rocks a problem? I guess if an earthbender intentionally hits you with rocks, it's bad. Right. Then but look out. Then look out. 
<laughs> it's all about intent. See, rocks uh. that just fall have no intent. That's why they're not dangerous. <laughs> rocks anyway. are the, the great bard's pen. Katie, Rock welcome back. Casbah. Welcome back, Katie. Uh, Boo punches through the rocks. He's fucking fine. And everyone's like, oh. Those rocks didn't kill him? Chicksha. Oh, yeah. Um, he, that was the most artistic shot of the episode when the rock <laughs> fell down a chasm for 15 seconds and then was caught in his hand and crushed. Yeah, that yeah. was great. That was high art. Good stuff. And then, uh, you know, Boo skips over the Vegeta. And ooh, this is ooh, when Vegeta ooh, ooh. does a pose. Yeah. And he's like, I'm cool. I'm posing. It Put rocks. it on the t shirt. The German he's- three. So Ger- we yeah, do the did- German three. He did the German three. He does Inglorious did- Bastards to Majin Buu <laughs> in the scene. Yeah, he does the German three. He's posed. He's Super Saiyan. He's 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 looking great. Your and- man ordered three drinks. We do the German three. <laughs> and uh, Boo kind of makes a like a mad kitty cat face. You know the upside down V. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then there's uh And then he's shot with reason, a beam, I believe. Well, before he shot with a beam, for about ten minutes, there's just a long <laughs> shot of this where it's like, hmm, I wonder what it looks like from the left. And now the right. And now like a little farther out now and yeah. a little farther out. No, a little farther out now. Do you think Majin Buu's kind of like this is meant to represent him being like, I bet that pose doesn't mean anything. I think it was them like, oh, shit, we edited this wrong. We need to put some time back in. Oh, uh, more, <laughs> a little bit louder more of now. the pose. And Another then, pose now. Then there is a big beam. Look, and- we can't put any more of the rock in. There's already too much of the rock falling down. There will be riots if we have 10 more seconds of the rock. We need more of the pose. <laughs> Jit says a big beam and it shoots a perfect circle through Boo's abdomen. He is oh, shot through the heart and Vegeta takes time to to wallow in his glory. He keeps Bob his hand up a- in his pose and he's smirking. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that was cool. He really, he really does the like. He really thinks he hit a home run. Bobbity makes a sound like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like a mother watching her child get hit by a car or something. No, yeah. my boo. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think that sounds like. Every, you know, <laughs> uh, the baby. My uh, boo. They, yeah, everyone's cheering. Jeets is yeah. doing his finger gun pose, and uh, well, the you arc's know, over, I guess. Yeah, guess what? Huh? He, he's fucking fine because his boo. <laughs> he just sits up, he squeezes his belly back out, and Boo, uh, no more Mr. Nice Boo, he is now very pissed off. Can I take a moment to weeb out here from for a second and just contrast the boo healing process with Cell? Where whenever mm-hmm. a cell like rejoined, like he lost a limb or anything, there'd be this disgusting flashback of him being like, oh, oh and then like it would shoot out or whatever. Yeah. And then whenever Boo like replaces a third of his body, it just makes a boing sound effect. And then it's all the way back and it's over. It's not a big deal. Well, cell yeah. was a bug and Boo is just like, I believe silly putty. I yeah. think they're just fighting. Like, have they tried wrapping him kidding. in a newspaper? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that's the thing is that cell at least felt pain, I think. And so there's at least there was gratifying in that. But Boo Who not is... only, he doesn't feel pain, he just regens automatically. Yeah, he's, he's just he like, trying to um, dodge or block. He's, he's uh, a monster. Yeah. He's a golem, like literally. Like he's just like made out of clay. He's yeah. he's a nasty he's a I feel like they could have made it scary and failed. Does that make sense? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Like he's a scary monster. But the thing is that he's supposed to kind of be goofy to yeah. undercut how scary he should be. Right, but what if I'm saying like what if they what didn't if was... undercut how he right, was scary? Right, what if what if they just made scary? him scary? Because he's yeah. the bad guy of the show. Sure. But then it wouldn't be Dragon Ball. Now would it, Alex? Then it wouldn't be. It would be, be at the Demon end of the Slayer day. or something else. <laughs> it would be a different television show. That's, so be you gotta admit that. Jujutsu Kaisen or something. That's very salient. Uh, <laughs> very oblique, Lawson. Oh wow. no, that's not what I said. That's that's, that's, that's not so how we literally <laughs> just learned how to use that word. That's and you're not using it right. Hey, you hurt Boo only a little bit. He says. And Vegeta goes, what are you, immortal? <laughs> right. Or something. Vegeta not at his snappiest today, yeah, I gotta he say. He literally is like, is this thing on? What are you, Aren't immortal? you a so-and-so? Is this guy immortal? Or am, I, or am I right, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Aren't you uh, Mr. Guy, he says. So uh, Boo goes chaos mode. He crosses his arm and he starts powering up and he's just going, Boo, no like you. Who really don't like you? And he goes, Whoa, and a big purple dome appears. Ooh, burpy. That's kind of what it sounded like, though. Uh, there's a huge, like, catastrophic wave of energy that makes a Grand Canyon size hole. And you can in, see it from space. In Earth, you can see it from space. It's basically like 10 nuclear bombs. And Bobby's like, hey, you could have killed me. I'm like, don't you get that? It's not about you. None of these people care. They do really quickly explain, like, how come Bobby is okay. And when the pillar's going up, he's like, barrier. I cast barrier. I cast barrier. I'm okay. I'll still be around. Nobody <laughs> worry about old Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> magic works in this instant for some reason. Yeah. Um, Piccolo and Krillin trapped under rocks like no big deal. Trunks trapped under rock was fine. Oh no, where's baby Goten? Oh, he was trapped under rocks, but he has a lizard on his head. Ain't that yeah. fun? As we've established firmly, <laughs> rocks cannot hurt you. No. Rocks and are very safe. After <laughs> this fun little laugh about a lizard on a boy's head, oh wait, Vegeta's almost dead and Supreme Kai has been obliterated. Oh, fuck. Ah, fuck. Vegeta's <laughs> bleeding out. He's limping around. Boo's tormenting him in the sky, doing a straight up like Super Smash Brothers taunt. You know, going yeah. Bleh, 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 bleh. He, he tilts slightly at Kimbo. He can regenerate. Beating him might be impossible. And then the announcer comes on and he goes, Well, Vegeta's fighting Majin Boo. Hey, come next week. That's going to happen some more. Is everyone <laughs> still enjoying this show? Majin Buu with the, the, the cheap move of blowing himself up when he can just regen. It's bullshit. Bullshit. It's a bunch of shit is what it is. It. Yeah. Some Regina's, fucking shit. Regina's going to show him what for next week. Tell you it's what. Sh- take the shit out of my ass and into this and out of your ears. Well, 
out of seven Dragon Balls, what are we reading this, fellas? Uh, I mean, I'll start. Um, powerful, powerful art. Majin Buu, mm. a thought leader. Mm. Vegeta, mm. a really cool guy. Yeah. Lots of rocks, lots of looking at rocks and and looking around in a field, kind of waiting for stuff to happen. And for this reason, I give it four out of seven. Okay. The awesome. highs were high, the lows were low, and that's it for Dragon Ball, the show. Beep, beep. Yeah, I mean, there was some cool stuff, and... Um... It went down easy. It was an easy watch. Yeah. It was a little too much staring. I thought this was supposed to be Kai. I thought we were supposed to cut all this shit out, but nope, we're going to call it the final chapters and still leave in a bunch of staring. Also, what was with the Piccolo weird reacts? Like, how come, like, I, I did gloss over that, but, like, <laughs> yeah. there's certain... So, like, Piccolo, Krillin, and the boys are the, the Greek chorus on this one, and sometimes yeah. I feel like they fucked up which shot of him they meant to edit in to react because sometimes yeah. he seems very upset about nothing. Like... Vegeta hits him with the beam, and then Piccolo goes like, ah! I was like, okay, yeah. what the fuck? All right. Anyway, four out of seven, I agree with Alex. It's, you know, it easy Yeah, I, I, I will also give it four out of seven. It, it goes down easy, the Boo Vegeta stuff is fun, but everything else is just like a little annoying. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. What a dragon. It's only going downhill from here, folks. Uh, it's fine. Oh yeah. I mean, we got Gogeta to look forward to. And, uh, what a, what about uh Go Tanks, huh? True. We got Go Tanks. Go Tanks doesn't do nothing for you. Two boys like, being one boy. I like huh? Go Tanks. I mean, we'll see when we get there. Yeah, we will see. I'm sorry I got so upset. I'm sorry too. Very I quickly, a Dragon Ball email. Woo! Let's go. It's time for Dragon Ball. Give me some of that Dragon This week's Dragon Mail is, uh, by the way, write us an email, ballingoutsuperatgmail.com. We'll answer your Dragon Mail questions, Dragon Mail style. Uh, this is a question is entitled, what's your favorite flavor of Ponut? Hey, huh? BOS team. Hi. Hello. What's up, fam? Loving the horse girl content. This is, again, about the series we are watching behind the paywall, Uma Musume Pretty Derby. No one is asking any questions about Dragon Ball Z anymore, so we're going to read this one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's finally great to get some representation in this world, but I've been wondering, now that you guys are anime horse girl experts, I have to ask, what's your favorite flavor of Uma Musume Pretty Derby Ponut? Now, I've linked the Urban Dictionary definition just in case you aren't familiar with this wonderful concept, but now that you are familiar, and you click on Ponut, which is hyperlinked, and it says, a word used in brony or clopper culture to describe a pony anus... A combination of pony and donut. Favorite and so, would denote that I am happy or excited to know this. That's something I enjoy. What? Fuck you. Fuck you. The question <laughs> is, what is your favorite pony? The, the, the question is, what's your favorite horse anus? Well, they're also girl anuses. 
Which I think is like illegal in better. two ways. Doesn't make it better. Really I think this 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 is a fucking fed man. <laughs> the goddamn feds trying to get me again. They didn't get me with their bird, and now they're trying to get me on the record putting ponuts on the spot. It's not gonna happen. Why is it referred to as a flavor? Is that well? Because this sicko what is, is trying to get us like to culture. munch on down these ponuts. <laughs> what is I, I, clopper culture? I plead yeah, the fifth. Cl- <laughs> if this was in clopper culture, it would be one thing. No, that's what it said in the definition you read. Yes. Yeah. What is that? It's like what's groaning? clopper culture? Yeah. Clopper is sexual gratification of erotica involving ponies. All huh. right. Wonder where I could find that. <laughs> All right. Um. Which which three letter agency are you working for? Sent you. Who yeah, sent who you? Who sent you? I will never. Who sent you? <laughs> Lawson won't stop hitting himself you? until you you answer. Who sent you? <laughs> Lawson, no. Lawson, he's a father. Who sent you? <laughs> well, that answers your question, and the answer is go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck you. We will never go to jail. Well, with that. Really terrible email out of the way. Uh, <laughs> really stuck the landing on this episode. <laughs> this is a really good episode, guys. I think we did a great job. Plug a plug a choo choo. Huh? Lawson, tell us about all the things and stuff. Please check out the stream, Edu. Uh, this Wednesday, it's actually happening this time. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Miss Caitlin, me and Mike Fallick. And the titular Miss Caitlin would uh, watch. Uh, I forget which episode we're up to, but one of the episodes of Attack 10. And I'll be there answering questions about tabletop games and other stuff. And it's a fun time. Come hang out. Also, also, always listen to the Talking Naruto podcast, wherever podcasts are found. Alex. Here's a ponut I enjoy. The Ponut of Special Week's Human Mother, which is not gross or bad for me to say because she's a human woman and not a child or a horse. And so it's okay that I say that because I'm a young, sort of, (laughs) vibrant man. And you will never send me to jail. And And I have two shows this week in New York and they're in the comments. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, agents, if you want to find out more, you're going to have to spend $5 at patreon.com slash pod. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Balling out. Super. Super.